0: Be dazzled this holiday season by Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show at Bull Run Festival of Lights. Celebrate the holidays as a family while staying warm and cozy. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow through two and a half miles of dazzling displays in Bull Run Regional Park in Centerville, Virginia. Plan your visit now. When you visit by mid-December, you'll save. Get your tickets today at bullrunfestivaloflights.com. That's bullrunfestivaloflights.com. There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal.
1: You're about to experience the life-giving teaching of Bishop Kevin Foreman, Senior Pastor of Harvest Christian Center. To find out more about Dr. Foreman and Harvest Christian Center, visit our website at www.harvestcc.me. And no matter what, remember, love God, love people, and love life. In tonight's teaching, we are going to continue. I I was not originally going to place this teaching in our series, but as I began to get into the content we're going to cover, it became very apparent that it would be extremely apropos and necessary for us to put this teaching uh, in our Keep Calm and Bounce Back series. Somebody say amen for that. So, what I want to attempt to do, I can make no guarantees or promises, but if you tweet me throughout the teaching tonight, I will uh, attempt to answer your question midway uh, throughout the teaching. It just depends on how we flow tonight. Amen. 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 Everybody, please stand to your feet at this time, and if you lift up your Bible, let's make our confession of faith together. It's here on the screens. It says, this is my Bible. It is the living Word of God. It gives me abundant life. I am not just a hearer of the Word. I'm a doer of the word. This word teaches me that I am more than a conqueror. My spirit and my mind are prepared to receive and apply the message that I'm Amen. One scripture we're going to look at. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 2. 2 Corinthians chapter 2. Matthew, Ma- Mark, Luke, John, Acts, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians. And uh, I want us to look at this. Uh, say, knowing... Satan's devices Uh, I I, I always um, I'm always excited about the Word of God because the Word of God is living uh, which means it's powerful say powerful Powerful. see what's awesome about the word is you can read the same verse over and over and over again and never actually get it but then when you do get it it gives you a freedom in life and it gives you a power to walk in and 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 so some of the things you're going to hear me lift up tonight you've heard me say before but to touch your neighbor say tonight it's gonna make sense Say tonight you're gonna finally get it. Tell her. It. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Second Corinthians chapter two verse eleven. You got it. Uh, chapter two verse eleven. It says, lest Satan should take advantage of us. In, in other words, we were not created to be in a predicament where he's taking advantage of us. So if he's getting advantage over us, that means something is wrong. A uh, 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 Keith Sweat said it like this: Something, 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 something just ain't. For we are not ignorant or unaware of his tactics or his schemes or his devices. So the Apostle Paul is saying, if he is taking advantage of you, it's because you don't know how he works. Which means if you're broke, maybe it's because you don't know how he works. If you're dealing with problems you shouldn't be dealing with, maybe it's because you don't know how he works. Maybe if you're depressed and discouraged, it's because he doesn't know how you work. But he lets you come to the wrong place tonight. Because tonight, you're going to learn how this joker works. And he who stole will steal no longer. Father, I decrease that you might increase. Move through me now. Speak to us. Tailor, make, and customize this word for us, your people. In Jesus' name, somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. As you take your seats, just touch him and say, knowing his devices, knowing his devices. I want to move to this expeditiously. I want to teach how Satan attempts to keep you trapped in your setbacks. Now, please understand, uh, Satan operates using, and I've taught some of this before, so some of this you've heard before, but you need to get it again. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Satan operates using seed, time, and harvest. Say, Satan Satan operates operates using seed, time, and and harvest. All right, so let's first get a couple of things understood. When I say the word devil, I'm also referencing Satan. Got it? Now, Satan is the Hebrew term ha-Satan, H-A, Satan, Satan, which means the adversary. He's not uh, walking around with pitchforks or somewhere in hell. Uh, uh, Please understand, he is uh, right here walking amongst our midst. In the book of Job, God said to Satan, he says, where have you been? He says, I've been walking on the earth to and fro. Uh, And uh, In essence, he was saying, listen, I'm not not omnipresent because wherever I want to go, i got to walk to get there. All right, so y'all still with me? All right, now, uh, he operates using seed, which means he sows, time, which means he sits, harvest, which means he sees. He sows, he sits, then he sees. Can I suggest to you Satan has more faith than your neighbor? Because he sows something in you, and then he's got the patience to sit back and wait to see what he sowed in you to manifest so he sows he sits and he sees seed time harvest uh genesis 3 4 paints this picture for us it says uh, this is in the garden of eden uh, uh, the land of voluptuous living and it says this uh, verse 4 genesis 3 4 then the serpent said to the woman you will not surely die here's the issue say leave the scriptures up while i'm speaking please for just a moment Satan says to the woman you will not surely die here's the issue she has no concept of death she's just been created So watch this. He's introducing a foreign concept to her in an effort to try to get her discouraged because she doesn't have any clue, any clue about what he's talking about. Y'all missed it. He says, Satan said to the woman, you will not surely die. Well, she has no concept of death. She is the second one on the scene. Okay, verse five, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Say that's the scene. So he sows a seed, which is a statement. Watch this. He introduces a thought that she wasn't already good enough. So when she decided to disobey, she did so out of trying to meet a legitimate need in an illegitimate way. Look at me, harvest. Look at me. Satan says to her, he says, woman, uh, for in the day you eat of it, you're going to be like God. We've got a problem. She's in the image of Adam. Adam's in the image of God, which means she's in the image of God. You're missing it. So when Satan says to her, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, you will be just like him. He's telling her something that's not totally accurate. She's already like him. So she's trying to get her to Eve to access something she already has. Y'all are missing what I'm saying. When Satan comes saying stuff to you, he's trying to convince you you don't have something you already. Okay. He's trying to tell you you don't already have peace when you have the source of peace. His name is Jesus. He, he's trying to tell you you don't. Okay. All right. So then when she finally disobeys God, she does so, watch this, trying to meet a legitimate need in an illegitimate way because she feels insufficient. So the way for her to deal with her feeling insufficient is for her to go get what will make her sufficient. The problem is what she's going to get she already has, but she was unaware of what she had. Your neighbor is sitting up on gold. Your neighbor is sitting up on treasures, but they don't even know what they... Touch your neighbor, say, you have no clue who you're sitting next to. Man, man, the people that did you wrong would have never treated you that way if they knew what was on the inside of you. So she's trying to get something she already has. Touch your neighbor, say, you already have it. But, but now watch this. In his statement, which is his seed, really what he's doing is essentially saying to her, what's wrong with you to where God didn't make you like him already? Watch this, but he only did that after he studied her and identified her weaknesses. Satan, watch this, he's got the ability to be very patient. He's an anthropologist and he's a psychologist. He steps back, anthropology, the study of man, the study of man, study of man, study of of how humans operate and interact. He sits back and he stands and he looks and he says, okay, that's, oh, that's what she's doing. Oh, okay. There's a rift between Adam and her. So watch this. Let me take advantage of what she didn't know I was watching. Bishop, how do you know this? How do you know this? Look at verse 6, Genesis 3, 6. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. So the seed was, for God knows in the day you eat of it, you will become like him. Then verse 6 says, so when the woman saw... That the tree was good for food. Here's my, here's my question. Why couldn't she eat from any of the other trees? Let's just go with a very surface level understanding here that the tree was actually a tree about food. Got to come to Bible college to find out what's really going on here. But for the sake of this teaching, it was some food. It wasn't an apple. It was just some food. Doesn't even say come to Bible college. Because uh-huh. if you think an apple is what took Adam down, you crazy. <laughs> doesn't ever say coming about college all right now watch this she, she gave to her husband with her and he ate so now watch this satan studied and saw that adam watch this was a weak leader yeah. bishop how do you know that god told adam listen son don't mess with that tree to Mrs. garden now, when God told that to Adam, Eve wasn't there. So we have to assume that Eve knew because Adam told her. So now when Adam sees Eve talking to a serpent, which means deceiver, we have to now understand Satan said, well, I can take advantage of her because he, he won't tell her what to do. And since he won't lead her, let me step in and do what her husband won't do. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. So he was studying. He was sitting back saying, where can I take advantage? So he watched to see. So Adam, you just going to stand here and let her talk to me? You just going to stand here and let her deal with the? You just going to stand here and let her be what you ought to be doing? You just going to sit here and let her? Okay, well, fine. This is my entry point. I felt a little tired coming in, but I feel my help coming. I feel... Touch the neighbor and say feels his help. He feel, I feel my help coming. So watch this. So Satan studies that. So he sows a seed which says to her, you're not good enough already. Then he sits back and he waits. He sows, now he's sitting. What is it that Satan has been studying about you? To where the truth be told, he don't really use nothing new on you. He uses the same thing with a different name. It's the same man, it's just a different name on the man. It's the same woman, it's just a different name on the woman. It's the same circumstance, it's just a different name. What is it that he knows about you that you haven't yet discovered about yourself? But you better be glad you're in a church like Harvest, because baby, you're going to figure out who you are at... So watch it now, watch it now. Seed, he sows. Time, he sits. He watches her sit there and come to a conclusion. He sits back. He sowed his seed, so now he steps back, and he watches her. Mm, this looks good for food. What a delightful meal this will be. He sits. Touch your neighbor say, he sits. See, since he's not in time, he just waits. Time don't bother him. He just waits. While you're getting impatient, he's very patient. Why well, you saying, Lord, how much longer? He's like. Matter of fact, I'm going to leave you go see about Job and I'll come back and see about you. Because I know when you get discouraged, you're going to go back to what I sold. I know when you feel like it ain't going to work, you're going to go back to what I sold. I know, you're going to go back to what I sold. So I'll wait. I know when you feel like serving me and being faithful ain't working, you're going to go back to what I sowed in you. So i wait. So he sits there and he waits. Then look at verse 7. Then the eyes of both of them were open and they knew that they were naked. And they sowed fig leaves together, made themselves covering. There's the harvest. He sowed. He sat. He waited. And then he got his harvest. Seed, time, harvest. Sow, sit, see. Say it with me okay now watch this Bishop, what was his harvest his harvest was that Adam by virtue of his disobedience gave Satan legal authority to take from Adam what Adam would have had to willingly give up can to make an announcement to you Satan ain't stole nothing from you he had to get you to give it to him and he used a false gun to stick you up y'all not hear what I'm saying he, he couldn't take your joy. You had to give that up. He didn't take that house. You had to give that up. He... Okay, let me give you another example. Luke 22. Flip that real quick. Luke 22. It's Wednesday night, so you can flip that. you don't have a Bible, then look on the screens. Luke 22. Luke 22, verse number 2. I, I've shown you this before, but I need you to get this because I need you to understand how it works. And then, and then I'm going to give you, there's only three three major areas that are his tactics, his devices. And then I'm going to show you how to bust that up. I said, I'm going to show you how to bust that up. Because I'm going to tell you, some of you, God has got great opportunity and great things that lie ahead of you in the days to come. And if you don't get some some know about yourself, it, it, they used to say it in the South, you better get something in your knower. If you don't get some know about yourself, he's going to use the same thing he used on you last year to take you down. But somebody said, not this time. Uh-huh, not, not, not this time. Not this year. That sucker has messed with All right, here it is, Luke 22, verse 2. And the chief priests and the scribes sought how they may kill him, for they feared the people. So this is the chief priest, him there is Jesus. They wanted to kill Jesus. Verse 3, then Satan entered Judas. Which means Judas didn't start out disloyal. Judas didn't start out a traitor. Y'all not hearing what I'm saying? Judas didn't start out that way. So Satan entered Judas, surnamed Iscariot, who was numbered among the twelve. Got it? Say, see he entered him. I'm going to take you, talk to you about that in a minute. Verse 4. So he went his way and conferred with the chief priests and captains how they may, might betray him to them. Say time. time. And then Calvary is the harvest. Calvary is not there. That's, that's the sequence of events. I'm going to give it to you again so you get it. Verse 3. Then Satan entered Judas. Say he entered him. He entered him. A surname is scared. It was named amongst the 12. That's the seed verse 4 so he went his way and conferred with the chief priests and captains conversation is how attack begins text and said, say be careful who you talk to Jesus was betrayed through a conversation he went his way and he conferred he talked with the chief priests and the captains how he might betray him to them which means watch this this was premeditated murder <laughs> They knew exactly what they were doing, but this only happened after, watch this, after Satan entered Judas. Now, some of you might think, well, Bishop, wasn't he demonically possessed? Well, I'm going to teach you what that really means, because a lot of people have real bad meanings. you expecting somebody's head to turn around and eyes to turn red and all that. That's movies. Demonic spirits are mindsets. Okay, let me put it to you, because some of you are like, well, I I didn't see nobody's head turning, and there wasn't no vomit coming out of their mouth. That's nasty. (laughs) Enter, remember the scripture says, and then Satan entered Judas. Now, entered is the Greek word, which means, watch this, it's eserkomai, which means like eating food. Eve ate and saw it was good not for fruit she saw it was good for food be a good church so when it says satan entered judas it literally means like eating food listen to the rest of the definition a thought entering your mind by virtue of a conversation you didn't think that until you talked to so-and-so who got you thinking about something you ain't got I need to give it to you again. Eskermi, like eating food. And she saw it was good for food, a thought. Hence the saying, food for thought. That literally means a satanic thought entering you by virtue of a conversation you had no business having. Let me translate. Business is a southern colloquialism for business. So, by virtue of a conversation, Satan enters Judas. It wasn't, no, he was sitting back at the table and something popped up in him. Nope. He had a conversation with somebody that didn't like Jesus. Okay, I'm going to have to work this out. Because he had a conversation with somebody that didn't like Jesus, now a thought's entered him about this Jesus. That Okay, all right. Y'all ain't with me. So let me explain to you what demonic possession most times often means. Now, there are certain realms of the supernatural, but we're not getting into that tonight. But watch this. It literally means Satan said something that the hearer believes and it makes him act out what he says. That's all demonic possession. That's all it is. Satan says something. The hearer believes it and then acts out on what he says. Which means people who, who, who are possessed with satanic thoughts really are people of great faith. the faith has been misapplied. If you sit up and believe a lie, why won't you believe the truth? If you'll sit up and believe that you messed up and jacked up, why won't you believe the truth that says, i made you the head and not the tail. i made you above and never beneath. Why won't you believe that? What's this. What's this. Now, remember, it means, it means, like food entering the body. The, uh, Eve said, as he saw it was good for, food. Now watch this, Harvest. Food is used for what? Fuel. Some, some of us have lots of fuel. In case we ever have to go on long journeys and trips. Amen. Amen. Now, I, I need you laughing, but I need you to get this. Food is fuel. Fuel only takes what's currently present further. You missed it. If you're going to put gas in your car after church tonight, what you're doing is taking what you currently drive further. So when Satan releases thoughts by virtue of conversation, it's only to take the stuff in you that he identifies with. Okay, further, uh, which means it fuels whatever's present. So if a fear of rejection's already present, when he gives you some food, now all of a sudden you, you got a fear of rejection with everything and everybody. Y'all not hearing me. So if low self-esteem is already present, now all of a sudden you're taking that issue with everybody. Food is only used to take what's present further. Okay, okay. I don't think we get it. So, 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 so watch this. Satan's seed into Judas was to fuel Judas' fear of rejection from Jesus. Bishop, how do you know this? Because you make it real deep and spooky. Ain't deep and spooky. He's a human being. So let me make it simple. Bishop, how do you know that? Judas had to be worried that Jesus would find out he'd been stealing from him. Judas had to be concerned that Jesus was going to find out what the real deal was. Since y'all acting all sanctimonious in here. There's some people where you played your, the, the, the you you wanted them to see. And your real reason for not hanging with them no more is because you were scared they was going to see the real you. Oh, y'all still want to act sanctimonious. Say amen before I take another further. You made everybody think you were a baller. Baller, urban colloquialism got some money <laughs> and you was praying to God they'd never ask to come see your house after church because they'd find out you didn't have nothing but a blow up mattress and some microwave popcorn <laughs> so rather than just reveal the truth what you then do is find a reason to now tr- get rid of them before they find out who you really are and so <laughs> Judas worried that Jesus was gonna find out he'd been stealing and rather than say I'm going to Jesus I'm gonna tell him Jesus they put $100 in the offering I took out 80 for the bill now you can take it out my next paycheck that's not what he did Adam when he knew he messed up all he had to do was say we have a problem here Houston heaven <laughs> we have a problem and you know what he should have done he should have ran to his daddy and said father <laughs> my lord and my god we have a problem now it might be her fault it might be my fault all i know is we had we was around that tree and we didn't have no business being around that tree will you please forgive me you're missing it that apology would have been a 60 second miracle that repentance would have changed the entire direction and the entire velocity of humankind but he wouldn't do it because he was scared god was going to quit him So because he was scared God was going to quit him, he figured I'd quit him first. Uh, John 12 and 5. John 12 and 5. They'll put it up real quick. I got to move. This is Judas now. Why was the fragrant oil not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? This is Judas speaking. Look what he says. This he said, not that he cared for the poor. Listen. So everybody knew about Judas. John is writing about Judas which means everybody knew Judas was stealing because they were looking at the finances and said, something, 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 something just ain't right. Now, that offering should have been greater. Now, who counted it? Just Judas. See, that's the problem. Dual control, dual control. Need to be two of them in there. Minimum two at all times. So watch. They said, he didn't care about the poor. You read it. But because... And he had the money box. Now let me parenthetically set this here for you. That means Jesus' ministry was doing quite well. Don't you sit up and let nobody tell you, oh, he was just a lowly soul with nothing. You a lie. You don't need a treasurer if you got pennies to count. You only need a treasurer if you bring in money that's going to change the city, money that's going to change the region, money that's going to change the nation. If you count pennies, Jesus is going to count. me that. Because he was a thief and he had the money box. And you read the next part. So people knew that. That's right. That's right. Which means, check this out. Before Satan, because some people ask the question, well, 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 some people may say, well, wasn't Judas destined to betray Jesus? No, no. Not necessarily. No. B- this is why? But why? The Bible is a book of choices, not destiny. Yes, right. Right. Your choices decide your future. Not God's sovereignty. People say, God is in control. Yes, he's in control of what he's in control of. Which means, as it pertains to your life, he's given you the ability to make choices. So if you choose dumb and live dumb, well, dumb, da, dumb, dumb. <laughs> you got it? He's not going to step in and no. Now, he's he, he going to help you get to your yes. yes, yes want to do it. Yes. Okay, but watch this. Say the Bible is a book of choices. Come on, Harvest. Say the Bible is a book of choices. So check this out. Remember I told you Satan studied. So here's what he did. He saw Judas take some money out that box one day. <laughs> ha- hand, me, hand, me, hand, me, hand me that thing there. Hand me that, hand me that, that silver thing there. Hundle, hundle. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay. This is the money box. Amen. Praise the Lord. This is the offerings. offerings. Satan Was watching Jesus. Because he was waiting for an occasion. He was waiting. So he was like, I can't do Peter. He's a thug. And Peter might come try to fight me. Peter was a thug. He sliced dude's ear off. Be like, don't be coming up on Jesus like that. Slice his ear off. Jesus had to heal the man's ear. the man coming to betray him. Jesus like, but give me that ear. Be healed. <laughs> Peter was from New Jack City. Jack in him. Peter was like, no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so watch. So Satan was waiting for an occasion. So he stands over here. He's waiting. He's like, I can't do Peter. He's like, Thomas is double-minded. Thomas may turn on me. <laughs> Because I can't use Tommy, I can't use Petey. Because Petey, you know, okay, I can't use him. So he goes, I can't use him. I can't use the Sons of Thunder because they, you know, they, they, man, they fired up. And I know that they, if they even sniff me, they're gonna be like, "Where we were picking it." I mean, they fired up. <laughs> what? What's going on over there? Cause they just had offering. Who, did he just put his hand? This is Satan talking now. Did he just put his hand? Now, he know that ain't his money. Got him. You missed it. Got somebody that I could use to get access to Jesus. And I'm going to make Judas think I want him. (laughs) but we don't understand is he ain't of no value to me. His only value to me is who he's close to. (laughs) And since he's close to the source, (laughs) if I can get next to him, (laughs) I'll get the source. Y'all not hearing what I'm saying. So watch it now. Here's what happens. Satan studies Judas to know where he felt most vulnerable. Because watch this. For Jesus to appoint Judas as the treasurer, that tells me Judas didn't start out stealing. Now, the man Jesus picked had problems. This is where it works. It was, they were humans, had problems. Humans have problems. But we have a God that can solve them. So if you didn't have problems, you wouldn't know he could solve them. So when Satan sold, watch this, it grew quickly. Because he figured, he being Judas, that once Jesus knew who he really was and what he was really doing, Jesus would reject him. So when Satan goes and sows into him, we already read how that happened. You know, you've been stealing. He is God, you know. What do you think he's going to do to you once he finds out? If he cursed the whole city because they wouldn't receive him, what do you think he's going to do to you? (laughs) He got him to believe that a problem was brewing that wasn't. If Satan can get you to believe something drastic is getting ready to happen, that's not. You'll sit up worried. You'll sit up stressed out, got ulcers, got your hair falling out, because he's getting you worried about something that ain't even going to happen. So he's like, you know, what do you think he's going to do to you? I don't know. I don't know. And then one of the chief priests comes out. I can't stand Jesus. Let's talk. See, some people, they're like the mafia. Once you help them, but now you know what they are, they fear you may tell other folks what they are. Okay, shut up. Okay, let me, let me just shut that up then. I'll just move on. So therefore, we can conclude that Judas' betrayal was cause of his fear of rejection from Jesus because of a seed Satan sowed, which wasn't true. Jesus was not going to reject him. You know how I know? Because Jesus could just kill him. Right. Right. You, you mean Jesus didn't know some money was missing from the account? Right. Right. Now, I'm using real, real natural terms so that you understand it's, it was really that natural. I mean, okay. So, so you think Jesus didn't realize, wait a minute, that was 5,000 men besides women and children. Right. Right. 15,000, 20,000 folk times, I did ask for a $20 seed. How we got $500 in here? That's all I'm trying to figure out. How we got $500? It wasn't that much from them two fish and five. What y'all pay that boy for that lunch? It's a gourmet lunch. (laughs) Jesus wasn't going to reject him because Jesus, every opportunity he had to, he didn't. Which tells us that what Jesus was really going to do was give him more time to come to him and say, Jesus can I tell you something some of you God is just saying listen when you gonna come tell me about that as if I don't already know about that it's stuff you ain't prayed about because you're like well, I don't want to talk to the Lord about that and the Lord is like you better come on up here and talk to me because while you ain't talking to me Satan is sitting back saying got him got him I got something they won't give to him and since they won't give this to him this is my opportunity to enter them Which brings me to my first way about how Satan's devices work. The first are accusations. Amen. Satan uses accusations. The word accusation means a charge or claim that someone has done something wrong. A charge or claim that someone has done something wrong. Uh, 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 a synonym for accusation means to place blame. So the scripture tells us in Revelation twelve ten that Satan is the accuser of the brethren. Say accuser. accuser. Now, now take this out. Consider this. I need you to get this, and then this is going to shout you, and then we need to go to work. Uh, Satan comes up to meet what Job calls them, the sons of God. Sons of God is a Hebrew idiom in the book of Job, which means the angels. In particular, m- most often those references are to the angels that go to war. Got it? The hosts. Them, the fighters. <laughs> now, I know we got some fighters in here. And y'all praise, y'all praise ain't no look cute. Pray, your pray. See, that's a fighter. What Come of like this here? It was like this here. It's just... Now, consider this. He sits in the presence of Elohim, God, Yahweh, Tetragamaton, Yadheh hey, the name, which means he knows greatness when he sees it. Quiet, 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 quiet. He sits in the presence of the great I am. Which means, watch this, when he sees greatness, he recognizes him. And that's why you've been a target. Because when he saw you, he said, you look like you could end up being like I'm trying to let you know maybe you're not as trash as you think. Maybe you're not as jacked up as you think. Maybe you're not as messed up as you think. Maybe there's greatness on the inside of you. And Satan says, I know it when I see it because I sit around it. Judas had the propensity to be the greatest of the apostles because he should have been investing that money to say, Jesus, here's how we can make the money go further and reach more people. that's too heavy okay so so watch this here's what he does he throws accusations to see if they work and he tells you accusations about you watch it and he tells you accusations about other people that's why you got so many people who can't people don't know how to how to interact with one another because truth be told why they're talking to them they're not talking his accusations are talking and so the reason people can be your toughest, uh, 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 your best friend on Monday and your toughest critic on Tuesday is because in between the two, accusations came. And since accusations came, when they talk to you, they're not talking to you. Satan's accusations about you to them are to- so, so So watch. Watch. Y'all here? Watch. So, so watch. He, he, he throws accusations at you, about you, and about other people. You ready? An accusation isn't the truth. It's just accused. You missed it. Anybody ever been falsely accused of something? Okay, so the rest of y'all, I'm gonna falsely accuse you of lying because you anybody ever said you did something that you didn't do? Okay, so we're all there. Now watch this. Watch this. Um, people say, you said this to me. You're like, I oh, know I know I didn't. No, I didn't. I saw you over at the Sugar Daddy. No, you didn't. (laughs) I saw you at the Sugar (laughs) Shack. No, you didn't. (laughs) Here's the point. Here's the point. Here's the thing about false. You know what? Our president, uh, I'm going to use him. And if you're a Democrat, Republican, this isn't political, and if you're offended, you can leave. Um, No, I really mean it. God bless you. We thank God for you. Um, uh, the, the pew won't, uh, won't pimp this pulpit. I'm going to say it again. That pew won't pimp this pulpit. So if you don't like the truth, okay. Thank God for you. Um, our president uh, has gone through great length to demonstrate to people he was born in America. Now, this isn't a political thing because, again, I'm not Democrat or Republican, I'm just kingdom. Okay, so it's not political, but I want you to get the point. So it's safe to say, if his if his grandma and them say he's from uh, Hawaii, if the doctor and them say he's from Hawaii, if the you really think they went through all this grand thing to get him into the okay? Well, I mean, man, that's a lot of faith. <laughs> Come lay your hands on me to give me some of that faith. That's a lot of faith to think that they, they knew years and years ago that they were going to make him the Manchurian candidate all this Wow, really? That's deep. <laughs> Do you read your Bible? <laughs> now, here's what I want you to get. But I was looking at a statistic the other day. The statistic said that uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of this particular group of, of people in America, uh, this particular, uh, 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 all these different... A combination and a culmination of different uh, demographics and psychographics and, and all this they brought together. The statistics was like uh, 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 30 to 40% of, of the group they surveyed still believe he's from Kenya. <laughs> you missed it. It's been for as, as good as we could, I'm just using this because most Americans are familiar with it. It's been generally proven he from here. Now, to be told, okay, so he's from here. Now. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't pull me. Don't pull me. Don't do that. 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 Don't pull me. Don't pull me. No, don't you do that. Now, here's the deal. But 40-some percent of this particular group surveyed still refuse to believe the truth Because the accusation stuck. You're not hearing what I'm saying. So what Satan does to you is even though you sit up in here every Sunday and Wednesday to hear the truth, he's still trying to throw accusations against you and hope that they stick. You're not hearing what I'm saying. So he keeps telling you you're not good enough, but you come up in here every week to hear that you are, but the accusation is sticking. So then the truth don't matter if you believe the lie. So he tells you, you messed up. You're an alcoholic. He's a lie. That ain't true. Why, Bishop? Because if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. So he tells you, you can't have good relationships. And you sit up and believe him. So, So the point I'm making to you is an accusation is not the truth. He just throws it to see if it'll stick. So let me name some accusations. I got to move on. He tries to use offense, getting offended. Let me tell you something. People who are always getting offended, number one, you got a maturity problem. That's number one. Okay, so that means what you need to be able to do is say, hey, listen. Hey, I didn't understand what you said. Let's get this fixed here because I didn't understand it. I ain't walking out of here offended because that's demonic. So let's just get this fixed right up in here because we got to work together. We got to see eye to eye. So let's just get this right. Let's get this right. If you keep on getting offended, no wonder you never make it to the end zone. No wonder you never score no points because you just keep getting offended and offended and offended. Now, so, so, what he'll do is he'll tell you stuff about folk that's not true. Someone said, I don't like you. Wow. On, Question so. How you know that? Did you ask him? Now, if you asked him, Do you like me? No. Okay. <laughs> Someone so Got an attitude with you. So now he wants to get you offended. Why? It doesn't matter if it's true or not. He just wants to see if you're dumb enough to believe it. Wow. But touch your neighbor and say, I'm not. <laughs> Oh, no, you have the mind of Christ in you, sir. You have the mind of Christ in you, ma'am. You have the mind of Christ in you, daughter. You have the mind of Christ in you, son. No, it won't stick. Because I'm mature enough to walk up and say, hey, (laughs) I think we had a misunderstanding. Let's get our misunderstanding fixed so that Satan can't use an accusation. Because if he's trying to get me offended, I must have a breakthrough. That he's peeked around that corner to see. And if he's trying to get me offended on Wednesday, it's because a breakthrough awaits me on Thursday. And I'll be doggone if he steals it. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Here's what else he uses as an accusation. Uh, a, a, a rejection of correction. You get corrected, but you reject it. Okay. Throughout the scripture, we've seen this throughout the scripture. God, 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 would correct the people because he loves the people, but the people get, get some of the people get offended. And the Lord was like, I don't even understand you. He's like, if I hated you, I wouldn't say nothing. Doesn't yeah. neighbor say correction is good for you. Yeah. See, I need to teach you that because in modern day Christianity, people don't want to hear about correction. People want to hear about this, do what you want to do and everything going to be fine. That's a lie. Yeah. That ain't truth. Now I can tell you that and see if it sticks. And the problem is it'll stick for thousands of folk who only get up and realize this don't really work like that. Got it? He'll use disloyalty as an accusation. It's an accusation. Just want to see if it sticks. His desire is to get you to be disloyal to those you should be loyal to and get you to be disloyal to those who you should be disloyal to. He got Judas to be disloyal to the only man that was for him. Jesus. The chief priest saw him. At <clears throat> I got one, two, three, four, six. Okay, I got enough. Was- Judas was nothing more than a high-priced hooker. And what Judas didn't understand was is that his disloyalty to the one that was for him made him a prostitute of his access. It wasn't his body, it was his access that he prostituted. His access was on the streets, his inheritance is what he prostituted. separate him from his man of God and he ended up alright false memories he uses in accusation he'll, tell, he'll lie to you about the way stuff happened and you'll sit up and say you know what that did happen no it didn't it did not but he just wants to see if it'll stick let me give you and it works both ways he'll give you a false memory remember, when, uh, remember how good it was back then huh now what you forget about is he was messed up, sad, ready to take your life, ready to throw in the towel but, but he, wants you to, he wants you to think that it was actually something different so it's an accusation and then he'll give you the opposite of it then he'll tell you remember ooh, remember how bad mm-mm masters say no go well around now Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody ever had offense try to come as an accusation? Anybody have rejection of correction, disloyalty, false memories? Watch this. He'll, he'll use low self-esteem as an accusation. He'll use low self-esteem as an accusation. That's what he did with Eve. That's what he did with Eve. Defer- now listen, Eve, since she was made in Adam who's made in the image of God, it's safe to say Eve, uh, what they say, uh, was a ten. Eve, Eve, she she was all right. Okay, let 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 me stop right there. She's in the image of Adam, who's in the image of God. So if there's an ideal woman, she's every woman, it's all in her. Bishop, what are you trying to say? So even the every woman was made to think she wasn't good enough. There was no woman for her to compare herself to, so how would she even get an idea that she's not good enough and there's no other chick in the place? That's why some of you, you think you got people issues. No, you got personal issues. Your issues are with you because you thought that way before somebody else showed up. There was nobody there. Who was she comparing herself to? But he got it and said, you ain't good enough. Can I tell you something? Uh, When I I started in the ministry, I I came into ministry through music. And and so, Lord, over these last 17 plus years, I've done a lot more than that. Here's the point. When I started, I played drums. And let me tell you something. I was horrible. No, you can laugh. It's funny. No, don't be saying I don't want to say nothing, but I ain't gonna get you. It's, it's funny. That's hilarious. I was horrible. Because if you're a drummer, you're supposed to keep the beat. <laughs> two and four. It's very simple math. But I, I, I like two, three, one, two. <laughs> like Simon says, one, two, three, two, one. <laughs> but watch this. Watch this. But help your neighbor. But I said to myself, something is going to come out of this. And while I may not be good at it now, I can get good at it. And I got good. And I got real good. And they paid me to travel around the country to get good. And then I went from that to this, to that, 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 to now I hold the highest office in the Lord's church. And I'm not being pretentious. What I'm telling you is, is when that sucker said, you ain't good, I looked back and said, I know, but I'm going to get good. You're not hearing what I'm saying. You need to look back at his accusations and say, you might be right, but I'm going to get good. I might not pray like I should, but I'm about to. I may not fast like I should, but I'm going to your neighbor. And say you're gonna get good. Be good. <laughs> Too many people give up because they think I'm not good enough. Well, baby, keep doing it and you'll get good. Yeah. Yeah. A, a, a pastor asked me today. He said, "Bishop, what's your first message you preached when you planted the church?" I said, "I don't know, but it was horrible." <laughs> I said, "I'm sure the people got real blessed and all that, and that's great." I said, "I, I said I understand all that." I said, "But to me." I said, that's, I said I don't know what it was. I said, that's probably what I don't remember. I said, but I said to myself, I'll get good. <laughs> and you don't know, Nan. I ain't being pretentious. I ain't being arrogant. I'm just aware. You ain't finna sell me cheap on the market. Rolls Royce has never gone sell. Who watched? What? so so, she so touched neighbor and get good people say mom, I'm not good at it, I just I just shouldn't do it, shut your mouth up get good I messed up I made a mistake, I can't go back to church, shut up they said why are you talking to me like that because you don't understand, please be quiet so I got to talk to you rough, because when I talk to you rougher, you understand it parents, let me prove it to you, I'm going to get an amen here son please have your seat and act like a responsible tour man of God no you better sit your behind down before there's some smoke up in this house don't make me go get the thank you y'all sitting up here looking oh I just need to be talked to nicely sometime but this is Wednesday night I figured you came cause you wanted like I and you want it rougher. You, you want it rougher. Oh, but it's good for you. I wish you'd half-five your neighbor and say, This is good for us. This is, you've wasted too many of your days believing Satan's accusations. And so look, he uses accusations. Second things he uses, I gotta hear you. Second things he uses accursed things. Accursed things. Accursed. ACC. Accursed things. Uh, by definition, accursed things are something under a curse. Pretty simple, right? But the second definition blew my mind. It means something hostile to theocracy. Hostile to theocracy. Now, let me explain to you. We're used to monarchy. Monarchy, mono, one. One-archy, one system. Uh, monarchy is a system of kings. Got it? And queens. And so you see this, for example, uh, you see sort of a modified monarchy over in the U.K., Right? So you have the queen, she doesn't really run anything, but it's the titular, but you know, it's monarchy, okay? So they're royalty, got it? That's a monarchy. A theocracy, theos, God, Godarchy. It means a system where God is in control through a system of kings and priests. What he's made us, Revelation 1, 6. Now, theocracy means God runs the show. Theos, not mono, theos, God. That's why theology, the study of God, ology, suffix, study of, theos, study of God. Got it? Yes. Got it? Yes. All right. Now, watch this. An accursed thing is hostile to God being in charge. Now, let me, let me walk this out, and, and I got to hurry up. Uh, watch this. Uh, we talked about this. We talked about this a few times throughout the series uh, with Joshua in the battle of Ai. And let me just recap it real quick. God tells... Joshua, who's taken over after Moses, uh, he tells Joshua, go, and I want you to take, uh, after they conquer Jericho, the next city, he says, I want you to take Ai. See, Joshua knew how to fight battles to get territory. Yes, he just went sent back saying, Lord, do it. He said, Lord, you do it and show me where to go kill. Amen. Lord, you do it and show me where to fight. name right. said, you're going to have to fight. No, no says. So Joshua goes out. They're going to Ai, and, and, and Joshua sends spies. He sends spies and say, "Well, listen, you know, go check the land out." He sends the spies. Once they check the land out, uh, the army, the spies, and the leaders come back and say, "Listen, we don't even need to send the full army. Reduce it to just a few thousand because this is going to be an easy battle." Touch your neighbor. Says should be easy. Yeah. All right. So it ends up not being an easy battle uh, that because they end up losing. And once they lose the battle, Joshua's mad because Joshua's like, "We should have won this." This should have been easy. So Joshua gets angry. He gets on his knees and prays. That sounds spiritual, right? He prays. He loses. He prays, right? Does that, doesn't that sound spiritual to you? But this one, the Lord said. The Lord said, get up. I don't want to talk about no prayer right now. Isn't that something that God would say, I don't want to pray right now? Amen. Joshua 7, 10. So the Lord said to Joshua, get up. Why do you lie thus on your face? Verse 11. Verse 11. Verse 11, (laughs) Israel has sinned, and they have also transgressed my covenant for which I commanded them. For they have even taken some of the, you say it, and have both stolen and deceived. And they have also put it among their own stuff. Look at me, Harvest. Uh, uh, I need that. uh, uh, Let me have that prop again. Let me have that silver thing again. Thank you all so much. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank God. All right, watch this. God said, the reason y'all lost this battle... It's because somebody in Israel took something and deceived. It's one thing to take it not know. It's one thing to take it and know. He said they took something and they put it amongst their own stuff, but it was an accursed thing, which means it's under curse. It is hostile to the theocracy. It is against God being in charge. Bishop, how do you know this is significant? Because in Joshua 6, God told them, don't touch the accursed stuff. Let me make it practical. You ain't getting it. Don't mess with my tithe. I don't care nothing about no excel. Don't you mess with my tithe. Oh, y'all didn't like that. Watch this. So look at verse, uh, verse 13. Verse 13. Get up sanctify the people set them apart and say sanctify yourselves for tomorrow because thus says the lord god of israel there's an accursed thing in your midst there's an accursed what thing one thing caused them to lose the battle look what he says oh israel you read it Won't you ready to read So some of what you've lost (laughs) might be because God says there's an accursed thing in your midst and for that reason you can't stand against your enemies. Oh God, I might help somebody. Some of you are crying about it and God is saying, check your camp. Something's in there that has no business being there. And for this reason, you lost okay okay all right so go to verse 20 go to verse 20 I'm gonna help because I'm gonna give you some examples of some of this and Achan Achan was the man that ended up doing it and I want y'all to read this with me, or just just go along with me and Achan answered Joshua and said and did I, indeed I have seen it sinned against the Lord God of Israel and this is what I've done next verse when I saw among the spoils you read it a check this out the Babylonians were pagans Babylon Babylon means confusion So for him to bring a Babylonian garment means he brought confusion in his own camp. Confusion in his own house. Y'all not hearing what I'm saying. He brought confusion in his own house. And because he brought confusion in his, okay. He said, I saw this beautiful Babylonian garment. But then not just that, I saw 200 shekels of silver. Now check this out. That's somebody else's money. I'm going to say something that your neighbor may not like. You've been owing she nim and Ray-Ray-Nim. Oh, y'all don't like this here. And you know you've been owing them. That's why you avoid them when you see them. And you got their money in your camp. And God says, for this reason. Oh, y'all don't like that. And a wedge of gold weighing 50 shekels. I coveted them, and I took them, and there they are hidden in the earth in the midst of my tents with the silver under it. Jesus. Satan got access to Israel because of an accursed thing. And notice the Lord, the Lord said an accursed thing. He didn't talk about all the things. You, you missed it. He said, there's an accursed thing among you. Okay, B- Bishop, what could that be in my life? What music do you have? Bishop, I'm listening to the beat. That's where the spirit is. In Hebrew, did not only did the Hebrew letters have a corresponding number, they had corresponding musical notes. Which means I just listen to the beat. But the beat's where the spirit is. So that's why you can never focus on Jesus. Because the truth is, is, you still got... Dr- I mean... You- oh, so y'all going to act like that. Like y'all don't know what I'm talking about. So now I might have to go to W-O-R-K. Because since you don't want to act like you know what I'm talking about, Bishop, it's not a big deal. That's why you keep losing. You the one lost the battle, not me, not God. What's in your camp that when you should be focused on getting bodily healing, you trying to get some? Okay, y'all. Okay, y'all. You got Marvin on your mind when you should have had Jesus on your mind. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You sitting up here gloating over watching these housewives put all their mess on the streets. And it, the reason you watch it is because it makes you feel better about your life. See so y'all, y'all, I, <laughs> since they won't say nothing to me, I suppose I should keep going. What relationships are cursed? And you know they are cursed. But you're needy and you're dependent. And so you won't drop what you know should have been dropped. It's quiet in here. What gossip is in your camp? That God says since you cursed her. Since you run your mouth about him. Since you like to criticize everything the bishop do. I'm going to show you what I'm going to do at your camp. You want to criticize everything your boss got to say. The Bible says that you shouldn't speak against a leader even in your own bedroom. Why? Because the scripture says a little birdie's going to take it and bring. Oh, y'all don't like this here. (laughs) Shut the door. (laughs) Watch this. What photos do you have? And don't go... I didn't go all the way there, but we're going to go there. Okay, but now let's come back over here. Somebody, what are you talking about? But I, ain't, I didn't want to go there. I want to come here. What photos, when you see them, bring back memories that bring up accusations? Oh, that's so-and-so. Oh, so-and-so. Oh, no, you forgot how so-and-so... Beat you up, knock you out, stole from you, jack your credit up. And remember so-and-so, what the heaven? Fourth Wednesday. <laughs> Whatever it is. Are you here? What photos do you have? That God says that's accursed. It's anti-me being in charge. And you're sitting up, oh, it says sentimental value. And Satan is like, gotcha. And you think it don't mean nothing. What you didn't understand is that, see, watch this. The Babylonians were pagan worshipers, which means, watch this, attached to their belongings were their prayers. Which means you just think it's a photo, but God says you didn't see the prayer attached to the photo. You didn't see what was decreed over the photo. That's why when somebody gives me something, I'm so thankful for it. But the first thing the people that, uh, around me do is pray over that stuff. And for somebody to come around me, they got to anoint themselves. Why? I don't know what may be if attached itself to you or what you've given me. So what I got to do is bless it before it even makes it. You should do that for yourself too. Somebody says, oh, here's this beautiful coat. Praise the Lord, Father, in the name of Jesus. I bless this coat, and I rebuke and remove every curse that has been spoken over this curse. Because some people gave you stuff, and they gave it to you really as pseudo witchcraft. Because they... All right, this is too heavy for Denver. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> is Dallas shouting? <laughs> okay, watch this. All right. What possessions do you have that are cursed? So-and-so gave that to me. Okay. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> you you wanna know how Jezebel? Um, Jezebel, they de her, which means they threw her out of her window. See she her her spirit was a spirit of manipulation, domination, and control from a person who shouldn't exercise it. Got it. Now spirits can be Male or female, their mindsets. Yes, so Jezebel, that could be a man, it could be a woman, whatever. Got it? Here's what you need to see. But the scripture says, "There it is." Second Kings chapter nine, verse ten. Y'all want to dive tonight? Yes, when I say dive, I mean y'all want to get into some deep stuff tonight. Yes, Look, Second Kings nine ten. One, two, ready, read. Stop. Notice they didn't bury her body. The dogs came and consumed her body. They never buried her, which is why thousands of years later in the book of Revelation, the only spirit that they talk about being, uh, being manifested was in the church was the spirit of Jezebel. But how did this happen? Because, when, see, y'all said y'all wanted deep stuff, right? So when the dogs lapped up her blood and lapped up her body, it transferred generationally through animals. This is too heavy for you. okay. Bishop, if that's deep, read your Bible. The Noadic covenant was a covenant that God made with not only man, but he also made a covenant with the animals. Oh God, which means them them the animals. See some of y'all, your cursed thing came up in your house through a cat. came up in your house through a dog. came up in your okay yep. Yeah, And you think, oh, no, it couldn't happen. Oh, no, read your Bible. Probably especially them cats. Probably definitely do them cats. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. If you like cats, nobody's perfect. So anyway, so I'm just joking. I'm being facetious, guys. I'm just joking. What memories are cursed? Watch this. Okay, y'all ready for this? What approaches do you have in life that are cursed? The way you approach situations, the way you approach people, the way you approach things. What approaches do you have that are cursed? Some some folk are just ratchet. Not you. And not your neighbor. (laughs) Call things that be... Okay, now I'm just joking. No, no, no. Okay, watch this. You have met some people that just, they're just like... Anybody met somebody like that? If you haven't met anybody like that, you're the person we met. <laughs> so that's how you know what you're at. He's like, why all of that? Why can't you just sit down and do what? just what, <sighs> what approaches do we have that are cursed? Watch this. What attitudes do we have that are cursed? <laughs> what attitudes do we have? That's just how I am. No, that's not how you are. No, you choose that. I don't talk to nobody because I'd be in deep thought. Well, you need not think that deep. You think too deep then. You're too deep, too deep for your own good. It ain't that much thinking in the world. And how's that been working out for you? I'm not nice to people because I'm just being protective. How's that working out? How's that working out? I'm just really protective of myself. That's funny. When you choose to be protective and when you choose not to. You choose not to. So the next point in the message. I'm gonna move on because I'ma move on. The the last thing, so the first one he uses is accusations. The second one he uses is what? A curse thing. There's some stuff you need to go home and just say, Lord, what up in here need to go? And you don't sit there and negotiate with it. You don't sit there and well, wait a minute, nope. Isn't something you say, that got to go, that got to go, that got to go, that got to go. You know what? That reminds me of that accusation. That got to go, that reminds me of that. That got to go. That nope, that got to go, that got to go, that got to go. This reminds me of every jacked up relationship I ever had. That got to go, that got to go, got to go. This picture of me and them, well, nope, they proved to be a Judas. That got to go, that got to go. It's got to go. You don't understand the severity of this. They lost the battle and people died. See, let me help the pack rats in the room in all of that stuff you keeping for one day could be your Babylonian garment. Get rid of that stuff. Let it go. Spirits attached to things. Spirits attached to things. Spirits attached to things. Okay, this is, I, I apologize, I didn't realize this is, is too heavy for you. Last thing he uses is addictions. Accusations, what's the second one? things. here's the third one, addictions. Uh, the, addi- the definition of addiction means the continued repetition of a behavior despite its adverse consequences. The continued repetition of a behavior despite its adverse consequences. Got it? Now, watch this. Habits and patterns typically associated with addiction are characterized by immediate gratification, coupled with delayed deleterious effects. I'm going to explain it to you. Immediate gratification, short term reward, coupled with deleterious effects, long term cost. Short term reward, reward, long term cost. Short-term reward, long-term cost. So let me give you an example of something. Uh, today I wanted a little taste of ice cream, just a little taste of it, because I've been doing real good. In 19 months, I, I've been rebuking and binding the devil, <laughs> and I've been leaving that white sugar alone. You understand? And all that. I mean, yes, calcium. <laughs> but see, I get that from my almond milk and all this here. And so, and so, and so, and so there I just want a little taste. Now, I had that little taste, and then I was like, God, dog. These brownies must have, because they, you know, they mix some brownie in it. And then I like coffee-flavored ice cream. So I'm like, this is the best ice cream. Oh, my gosh. And so I'm like, oh, God. And so I'm just walking around the building just trying to, because if I sit there, I already know where this is going to maybe try to go. So I'm like, I already know. So so I get up and walk around, and Camp Harvest is going on. So I said, come here. Watch this. The short-term reward was it tastes good. The deleterious effect, had I ate the whole thing, would have been tonight, I would have had to run 432 miles. (laughs) I would have ran from here to Dallas and back. I guess that's about 1,200. Because I already know I'm not going to lose my progress for a cup of ice cream. Y'all not hear what I'm saying? So, so so, what an addiction does, watch this. Because somebody say, I'm not addicted. That's for those drug heads and those alcoholics. Oh, I'm going to show you addictions. So don't judge people. So you're addicted to judgment. Don't you get high up on your horse. It's, it's, a, it's a longer fall. Tell your neighbor, say, don't, don't think like that. Okay, can I say something else, Harvest? Listen, whenever you find yourself being judgmental to somebody else, uh, even if you're in the midst of it, just say... Bishop, why do I need to do that? Because what you don't want is the judgment you use against somebody else to be returned to you. So when you get high up on your horse, of, mm, 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 all is here. What happens is, is that just means your fall is gonna have to be greater. Just the name. Say, pray for me. me. Alright. So now watch this. Watch this. You ready? So, I'm going to give you some obvious ones, and then we're going to jump into some other ones, and then we're, going to, then, we're going to, then we're going to show you how to get rid of these three A's. See, I use the alliteration. See? Accusations, accursed things, addictions. See? Triple A. <laughs> watch this drugs. Now, watch this. Some of you think, no, oh, Bishop, I left that reef alone. I left that alone. <laughs> Say amen to that harvest. Now, this is Wednesday night, so just if you say "man," I'm going to stop right there. Don't make us do a finger check. In fact, come on us, just come. Won't you come? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm being Listen, guys, I like, if this is your first time, I like having fun in church because, listen, if you can't have fun over the Word of God I, and you just want to be all sterile and rigid, I encourage you to go somewhere else. All right. We got to have fun. If you have to have fun. Serving Jesus. Listen, I, I was telling somebody this today. I don't come to work. I come to life. Yeah. Th- th- serving Jesus is life. Th- this, is, this is, for this reason, was I sin? Zoe. So this is life for me. So, I got to have fun in life. So, watch. Drugs. So, you think of, you think of heroin, depending on where you're from, heroin, right. meth, crack, cocaine, Weed, cigarettes. (laughs) It's got real quiet in there. (laughs) Do we need to cast that smoking demon out? Okay. All right. All right. So you think of those naturally, right? Opiates and like, okay, food. A nice cheeseburger after a stressful day. (laughs) It's quiet in here. Two orders of fries. It's quiet in here. Two number ones. It's a drug. It's quiet in here. It's quiet in here. Facebook. You're addicted to it. Every time it. Refresh. Fifteen seconds ago, ain't nobody sent you no new message that fast. Instagram. Can I tell you? Oh, no. Okay. Twitter, internet, it's quiet. TMZ. I'm gonna get you media takeout. It's quiet. And they Tim, I got five minutes. Y'all say amen. I'll be done in five minutes. You don't say amen. I'm gonna do it. No, we're not. We got. I gotta be done. I gotta be done. I gotta be done. Gotta be done. Gotta be done. Gotta be done. y'all hear what I'm saying? Are you sure you hear what I'm saying? Okay, watch this, watch this, watch this, TV. Bishop, how do I know if I'm addicted to it? Because you turn it on when you don't watch it. You like to hear, watch this, noise in the background. That's why you can't hear God, because you got too much noise in the background. And God trying to talk, but he can't compete with you. You got it on 55, and you ain't even watching it. Okay, let's, let's go with another one we, uh, we think of. I gotta move quick alcohol. So, drugs are about transcendence. Drugs are to help you transcend to another place. That's why many things can be a drug because dopamine, all these kind of things get introduced into your body. And so, what happens is it gives you a feeling of transcendence, like you're, you're transcending to another place. The problem is you have to come back to reality. So, after you get off of Farmville, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get you, and Candy Crush. Oh, I got it. And don't you be looking at me like, Bishop, not that one. Yes, that one too. And whatever new ones they got, I don't even know. And the little runner man. What is it? Temple run. See? After you, after you sit there and get to level 432 million and then spent $400 on a game, after you do that, you have to come back to reality and pay the bill. That's the issue with drugs, is while it's transcendent, you have to come back to reality. So now you need a higher high to get you higher so that you don't have to come back to reality quicker. Okay, let me give you another. Alcohol. We think of alcohol. Okay? Alcohol is about escape. Because really, alcohol, by definition, is a depressant. So how would you cure depression with something that depresses? Does that make any sense to you? No, but they don't care. They're trying to make some money. Got it? okay so watch this it's about escape watch this i'm gonna give you another one here's an addiction some people have a victim mentality you're addicted to being a victim everything in life is never your fault nothing is your fault everything that has happened to you, this fault has the devil has been busy and your mama wasn't this and your daddy didn't do this and woe is you well how long is that going to be your excuse how long are you going to be like the man sitting next to the pool who said well every time i try to get up and go to the pool somebody steps in front of me well trip them Y'all ain't said nothing to me. If I've been messed up for 38 years, you better believe when the angels start. I'll pray for your healing once I get healed, but I'm getting mine. You got to half out somebody say, I'm getting mine. Push them. God bless you. I just feel Jesus all over you. But I'm getting healed today. I'm not sitting by this place for 38 years, wasting my life, waiting on something I can make. So when you're a victim, the victim's mentality, the desire, man, I'm teaching real long. Should I stop right here? So the victim's mentality, watch this, is is addicted to hatred. See, a victim's mentality is really hatred undercover. Got to move on. Uh, Watch this. Maybe, maybe, or excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Not only is a victim mentality uh, addicted to hatred, but a victim mentality wants attention. So for the attention it never got, it now gets through being a victim. It's addicted to it. So it will make itself a victim every time. Okay. Hatred, uh, that's addicted to control. Watch this. I'm, I'm going to get us probably all right here and we can just all stand up and turn around one time to just, to just do it because we all have done this. Taking on people as projects. You. <laughs> you know what you're addicted to? You're addicting to feeling needed. Because that project needs you, and you're addicted to feeling needed. And so you take on people as projects because it secures your necessity. And I'm out of time. I'll finish it next week. Stand on your feet, everybody. (laughs) I'll finish next week.